The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. It's great to have you this evening. I want to have a conversation about money, about prosperity, about abundance. How many of you are feeling as if there's just not enough in that account right now or worried that there might not be enough? Or how many of you feel good for a while but there's always this lurking sensation that maybe I won't have what I need? A lot of people are having that conversation with money in a very silent, unconscious way where they're not really quite looking at where their prosperity is or looking at what they really feel about money or what that relationship is to money. But my guest tonight understands what it means to have a prosperous heart and how we can do that and how we can create a life of enough. She understands that there's a creativity involved and that also has to do with money and that sometimes money's that biggest block to creativity. I've had Julia Cameron on before for some of her other work and she's got some amazing books that have really impacted millions of people all over the world. Julia Cameron has had a remarkable career which has given remarkable help to others. She's an award-winning poet, a playwright, a filmmaker, and has written 30 books ranging from her widely appraised uh, hard-hitting crime novel, The Dark Room, to probably the book that has impacted me the most, which is entitled The Artist's Way. It has sold more than 2 million copies worldwide and has had follow-up bestsellers, including The Vein of Gold, Walking in This World, and The Right to Write. Today we are talking about her latest book, entitled The Prosperous Heart, Creating a Life of Enough, in order to get you to know that there is actually a 12-step course through this book that can help you to finally get into that conversation with money and develop a prosperous heart. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Julia to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you. Good to be here. It's great to have you. I'm thrilled that you wrote this book because it is an issue that people are having, whether they talk about it or not. And there is a delineation between what true prosperity is and where money falls into that word. It's not completely that, is it? No. We have a culture that tells us money is the answer to everything. And um, what I have found is that even when people have a lot of money, they have anxiety about money. Uh, and the opposite of a prosperous heart isn't uh, a rich heart. Uh, I mean, a, an impoverished heart. It's it's an anxious heart. So and this book was written uh, to help with anxiety, I guess. 
And and you write in the book that actually the opposite of prosperity is not poverty, but it is actually anxiety. So that's a way to tell ourselves or to understand whether we are carrying a prosperous heart or not. Because a lot of people think that if they're just a positive person, that that they are in that space. But that's not necessarily so. Yes, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, I think that people uh, have hidden feelings about money, and hopefully the book sleuths through the, uh, the underbrush, if you would, and uh, comes up with some uh, hidden fears and hidden resentments uh, and hidden attitudes. Julia, right in the very beginning of the book, in your introduction, you write, when we think we need a bigger paycheck, what we really need is change. Can you speak to that statement? Well, I think that we have an, a notion that that says, if I had more money, then I would be more daring. Mm. And we think of money as being sort of the safety net. Uh, and... What I have found is that people need to learn to take small risks uh, and that when they do, they feel enlivened and prosperous. And when they don't, they shrink. It's, uh, Norman Mailer said, either you are living a little more or you're dying a little more at every moment. Oh, yes. And, and that change that has to come, if, if we're feeling that anxiety... Um, rather than falling more and more into that anxiety, number one, we can take responsibility for it, but also that means that something needs to change, whether it's our habits or our mindset or the way we're doing things or, or accessing something that will cause that change. Is that what you're saying? Well, what I'm hoping that people do is that they work with the tool of morning pages, uh, which allows them to explore their their own psyche. Uh, the tools, there are five basic tools uh, that are the groundwork of this book, uh, and three of them are spiritual tools, uh, and uh, two of them are tools that are taken directly from uh, Debtors Anonymous. Now, before you get into those tools, Julia, when you said that these are spiritual tools, I know that there's a, a statement quite frequently throughout the book, and it is that prosperity is a spiritual matter. Yes. So this isn't a physical matter. This isn't something that's going on necessarily just with our mindset or how we're acting in the world. This is a foundational spiritual matter for all of us. Right. I think that we have uh, this notion uh, that we tend to think of prosperity as a fiscal bottom line. When I have X amount of money, I'll feel better. And the truth is that prosperity is actually a spiritual bottom line. And the formula should actually be when I have X amount of faith, I will feel better. And so we do have to have kind of a spiritual willingness to to take part in, in something, to literally commit to uh, even using these tools so that we can make a change in our level of prosperity or our prosperity heart. Yes. 
And how do we begin that process then? Do we simply uh, acknowledge that we may have some feelings of fear or what if, what if, what if someone doubts that this has anything to do with the spiritual realm or, um, you know, what do we do with that degree of resistance that shows up? Well, I think that one thing you can do is read the book, uh, which talks uh, directly to resistance. Uh, and uh, I think that um, people, this is, this is a book f- for people who really need it and want it. Uh, it's, it's not a very soft book. The, the tools are, are really um, challenging. Uh, but if you work with the tools, you have a real change of consciousness. So I, I don't think it's my job to try and convince people um, to please, please do the book. Uh, I, I think that their own lives are the thing that convinces them that they need to do it. Right. If we're living a life that hurts bad enough, then something's going to have to change, and then we can commit to uh, giving ourselves something that will actually support it. So this is a 12-week course throughout this book, and it allows us to go into some tools uh, and some thought patterns that will help us shift into a prosperous heart. And you were beginning to talk about morning pages. Can you talk a little bit as to what that first tool is all about? Yes. The, the first tool is a tool called morning pages, and it's a tool that... Four million people have worked with, uh, and so we know that it's a good tool uh, because people aren't foolish. Uh, so it's three pages of longhand morning writing, and it's uh, it's essentially a, a radio kit where you're sort of sending to the universe, and you're you're saying, "Good morning. I'm tired. I'm grumpy." Oh, this is what I like. I forgot to call my sister back yesterday. I need to buy kitty litter. Uh, it skitters all over the place. It's as if you have ADD. Uh, and it doesn't appear to have anything to do with prosperity. Uh, but what you find is that it lays a track for your day. Uh, and that in your day, if you do this tool... Uh, conjoined with a tool called counting, uh, which uh, is recording money in, money out, uh, you begin to get a portrait of yourself and your strengths and your vulnerabilities. So if we look at the morning pages a little bit deeper, that's almost like a decluttering of the mind. It's allowing us to to spill out onto the paper a lot of those uh, extraneous thoughts that we keep having, and also some of the negative ones that we possibly push down otherwise or ignore, uh, yes. which which I, just lets them, number one, come to awareness, but just kind of let them go so that we can then have the other thoughts that are maybe laying beneath there. Is that how that works? That's exactly how that works. I When I first started working with Morning Pages, I called it brain drain uh, because it siphons off so much negativity. And we have to do that because so often people think if I just decide to be positive, if I just decide to affirm what I want, if I just decide that things are going to be good, we don't realize that that negativity that does rest within us, whether it's caused by the outside world or whether it is just a natural trait of human beings, 
it will sit there and literally run our lives because it's sitting there. And so yes. this is, Morning Pages gives us the tool, uh, as you say, of creative recovery. Right, and it siphons off negativity, and you may find yourself saying, oh, I'm being so petty, oh, I'm being so this, and sometimes people who have done a lot of New Age work will come to me and say, Julia, I'm afraid that if I put the negative down on the page, uh, I'm going to be perpetuating it. And what I say to them is, it's a little bit uh, like the Jungians say about meeting your shadow, Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is you're meeting your shadow and inviting it out for a cup of coffee. I like that. I like that. You're getting to know that part of you and 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 almost uh, getting a comfort level with it so that it can kind of go on its day and you go on yours. Well, you become much more intimate with yourself. Uh, and uh, e- emotions move to the surface. Uh, and you you find yourself... Uh, before you do morning pages, uh, you have a tendency to say you feel okay. And okay is sort of a blanket word that we use to cover a lot of different feelings. And when you do morning pages, you you start to look underneath the okay and you say, I, I don't feel okay, I feel furious. <laughs> or I feel frustrated or I feel excited or I feel happy you begin to put more accurate names on your emotions. And when you put more accurate names on your emotions, you're able to um, act more in alignment with what, with what your authentic feelings are. My guest today is Julia Cameron. The Artist Way has sold more than 2 million copies worldwide. Her latest book, The Prosperous Heart, is what we're talking about today. Julia Cameron is credited with founding a new human potential movement that has enabled millions to realize their creative dreams. Cameron issues the title Creativity Expert, preferring instead to describe herself simply as an artist. We're talking about The Prosperous Heart and everything we need is available to us. When we think we need a bigger ch- paycheck, what we really need is change. And in knowing our spending patterns, we will discover ourselves. But to have that prosperous heart, our relationship to money must be brought out into the light, and we have to be brave enough to look at it. We'll be right back with Julia Cameron. You can find out more about her at juliacameronlive.com. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Are you living on your credit cards? Are you checking on what your debt is? Are you really meeting your finances and understanding where they are? Or do you cringe when the mail comes, just fearful at what's going to show up in there? Well, I have to tell you, this book, The Prosperous Heart, Creating a Life of Enough, is a wonderful 12-week program where you can meet yourself and your finances. You will cover spiritual and financial terrain that will sometimes be bumpy, but will take you on a path to view yourself, your dreams, and your finances with more clarity and faith. In reading through this book, I knew that I'm going to go back and do this. I'm going to do this 12-week course on my own because we can always continuously grow and develop a greater level of prosperity within the heart, and that will only create more and more meaning in your life. And it's not just about financial meaning. It's about creating overall meaning and experience in your life. We are talking today with Julia Cameron, and she is a best-selling author that is known to truly inspire creatives to find the ways to unleash their creativity. In the book, The Prosperous Heart, you find out about some basic tools, morning pages, which we just discussed, as the primary tool of creative recovery, where you just write three daily pages a day, and she goes into detail as to how to do that so that you can support yourself in releasing some of the uh, jumbled mess that comes up with us when we wake up in the morning, rather than just stuffing it under and saying that I'm perfectly fine. Um, So let yourself definitely connect with her at juliacameronlive.com. There's an online course also on the Artist Way there, and you can find out more about the Prosperous Heart uh, when you go there. So, Julia, we were talking about the morning pages, and then you did get into a little bit about counting, and I found that very interesting because I don't know how many people are so conscious about what money comes in and what money goes out on a daily basis. I think people kind of think of it generally, and when that happens, we can make a big mess of our finances. Yes, counting is it's such a radical little tool. Uh, it's, you're, you write down every cent that comes in and every cent that goes out, and you just do it as an exercise, not in self-flagellation, but in observation. And it's a wonderful tool to use in conjunction with the morning pages um, because the morning pages show you the directions that you wish to go, and then counting shows you what directions you are going. So one of the things um, that there's an example in the book of somebody who's nameless who spends $3.19 a day at Starbucks, and that's me. Uh, And I would say to myself, I don't have enough money to go to the movies, because movies cost $12 now. 
But then if I look at my Starbucks habit and say, gee, if I just drank my coffee at home, uh, I would have movie money. Uh, and that, that's one of the, the fruits of counting. You begin to see that you're spending money along lines that don't match your true values. And when we when we look at that, we want to count every penny. So there's no amount that's too small. There's no amount that's too large. It can be anything from a pack of gum to a magazine to money that we loan our brother to any any sort of amount that is coming in and out to to really get a true, clear picture of what we're doing. Yes. And what this also sounds like to me is it is a way for people to get more into alignment because when you think about morning pages, that's about reconciling thoughts and and getting ourselves into a space where we're thinking more clearer. Counting is reconciling our actions to where we're getting more in alignment with the thoughts that we're wanting to have as well. So this is really a way to transform consciousness uh, in, in a very practical way. Yes, Counting is one of the bedrock tools used in Debtors Anonymous, um, and I I wrote a book uh, about 20 years ago called Money Drunk, Money Sober, uh, and one of the things that that book talks about is what we call terminal vagueness, and terminal vagueness is something that happens to us when we don't count. Oh, I think that's an amazing tool because if you really looked at uh, a period of time and what you spent, is there a period of time that you do the counting? Is it through the entire 12-week course? You do it all the way through. Uh, and uh, you, you are asked each week to check in on did you count this week and what did you learn? So every week you're looking at what you're learning from your counting. And what does that check-in also tell us about our patterns and behaviors and how we live life? Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. Well, we, we talk about four different types of spending that happens. There's compulsive buying of big-ticket items, people who, uh, who buy status symbols for themselves. Uh, if they have the best, they are the best is sort of their thinking. Uh, and you call that the big ticket spender? Yes, that's the big ticket spender. Uh, then the the second type is a bargain buyer who doesn't necessarily buy a real Burberry raincoat, but buys a knockoff that looks like it unless you get up really, really close. <laughs> um, and then there's the monetary miser. Uh, and again, this is something where I, I found myself, uh, where it would, it was someone who didn't buy when they could buy. Uh, they sort of are, um, spiritually arrogant, saying to themselves, I'm really better than the people who buy compulsively. And in fact, they deprive themselves compulsively. So it's a little bit like anorexia. Sure, where sure. You're just as attached to food as if you're an overeater, maybe even more so. And then the fourth type is the enabler who, whose money is not his own. Uh, you know, he's always available for a loan to a family member, to a good friend, uh, and they're 
their money uh, becomes uh, a, a savings and loan for his friends. Well, it so, sounds like all of these have to do with self-worth to some degree, and it also sounds like money and, and the consciousness of where we hold money can be as, just as an addictive pattern as any other type of thing, like food or alcohol, especially when you talk about Debtors Anonymous and this sort of thing. So, um, so when we look at money and we look at the prosperity, prosperity heart and we look at whether we're a big-ticket spender or a bargain buyer or a monetary miser or the enabler, what is, what is the piece of gold that we want to really glean from that so that we shift ourselves into operating in our lives in a more conscious way when it comes to money? Well, see, you've said it perfectly. Well, tell me what I said, Julia. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, <laughs> that as you become conscious of your patterns, uh, you become able to shift your patterns. Uh, and as you shift your patterns to a more authentic self, uh, your money comes more into line. And we're not saying that it's, not, it's a bad thing to spend or that we can't have what we want. It's just that we're getting more in line with really getting the things that our heart truly desires. Yes, and I, I think, uh, again, this is where morning pages come in because they, they sort of whisper to you, uh, a dream will often surface first in morning pages. Um, and then if you go through your day counting uh, and you see that you're doing something that is completely uh, opposed, uh, let's, let's say you have a, a dream of acting which you hadn't acknowledged. Uh, and your choice then becomes... Do I, do I buy X or do I sign up for an improv class? And you, your morning pages will tell you when you are sort of selling yourself out. Mm. And a lot of people probably do that. We, we probably do choose something different than what is really valuable to us because we perhaps are not feeling worthy of that. And that's very evident in the pattern, whether we're the 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 big spender or the bargain buyer or that miser or the enabler, it'll show up in that place. Yes. Now, when you talked about something just in that little bit about someone that's choosing to do the improv class or not, that fear of financial hardship oftentimes does keep people from exploring their creativity. Well, we have a mythology around uh, creativity, which says that if you're going to be an artist, you're going to be broke. And uh, one of the things that the book helps to dismantle is this mythology. And you begin to see that it's possible uh, to be financially stable and explore an art form. Yeah, I know that there was one, one powerful section, and you talked about when people feel like they're imprisoned in their jobs working for the paychecks and that they're lucky to have that paycheck. They, they can do this kind of work which unblocks them, and then they do find out that they're more solvent and not less. Yes. Uh, one of the things uh, I want to talk about a little bit is uh, 
you do the counting on a daily basis, and you do a tool called abstinence, which is refraining from debting. Uh, and as you refrain from from debting, you you free up a huge amount of energy that has been spent in anxiety, and you begin to see uh, how you can spend along lines that are going to feel better to yourself. Uh, then the other two tools that I w- want to talk about are I, I ask people to just go outside and walk. Julia, before we get into those other two tools, because we're coming on a commercial break, I want to tell people where they can find out more about you. That is JuliaCameronLive.com. You can go there and find out a lot about uh, some of her new online courses and ways that you can do different courses with her in the comfort of your own home and really connect to her material. The book that we're talking about is The Prosperous Heart, Creating a Life of Enough, and this is by Julia Cameron. And you can find out whether you are that enabler, that person that is medicating the anxiety of another by spending your own money on their behalf. Enablers often take responsibility for the debts and expenditures that are not their own because they believe that money is equal to love. Or you might be the miser that is spiritually arrogant and feels that it is above you to spend. Or perhaps you're that big ticket spender that's trying to buy your self-worth by having the labels or the bargain buyer that feels like quantity is more than quality. Whoever you are, there's a pattern there, something you can discover about yourself, and you can find out more about this valuable 12-week course that's in the book, The Prosperous Heart, by connecting to Julia Cameron at juliacameronlive.com. We'll be right back. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. People think of prosperity as a fiscal bottom line. When I have X amount of money, I'll feel better. 
The truth is that prosperity is a spiritual bottom line, and the formula should actually be, when I have X amount of faith, I will feel better. This is from The Prosperous Heart by Julia Cameron. It is a dynamic new 12-week program from the woman who has inspired millions to discover their creative soul. Drawing on her decades of experience working with artists and her expertise on the creative process, Julia Cameron shines a clear light on the path to forging a direct relationship between the passion that ignites our creative work and the more practical, money-influenced aspects of living our lives. This is a wonderful guide to help readers develop a life that is full and satisfying as they ever thought possible. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful book, lots of exercises. It takes you directly through everything over 12 weeks where you really start to understand who you're being, how you're thinking, why you act a certain way, and then allowing you to create a new mindset and new ways of acting that you create and develop the livelihood that would be the prosperous heart. So, Julia, we talked about morning pages. We talked about uh, the counting aspect, and also uh, we got into the aspect of abstinence uh, where we where we uh, hold back on the debt. Go a little more into that part about debtedness because we are in a society where culturally we have been taught that we are supposed to be in debt. We're supposed to take out loans. We're supposed to have the next thing that's come out on screen or on the next celebrity. We're supposed to do whatever it takes to get those things. But that's not giving us the prosperous heart. That's actually part of what's putting us into the fear and the anxiety. Yes, people are conditioned to debt uh, and they're conditioned to overspend uh, and if you open your mailbox uh, you have offers for more cards for more overspending and yet when we overspend uh, and we have denial about it uh, we're shocked when our card is declined we say I couldn't have charged that much but we but we have uh and uh, the the problem is that people don't have clarity about their spending uh they are spending as if they have more money uh and what the tool of abstinence does is it's it stops debting in its tracks uh, i want to mention another book uh, by a man named Gerald Mundus. And the book is called How to Get Out of Debt, Stay Out of Debt, and Live Prosperously. And it directly addresses uh, the means of using abstinence as a tool. I think it's a valuable book, and I, I wanted to remember to mention it. Well, I, th- I think not just uh, just individually. We have to all look at abstinence, uh, but but it would be a great thing if our government would look at that too. <laughs> yeah. You know, all over the place, we're yeah. being shown yeah. that all you're supposed to do is spend. But that's that's gotten us to where we are, and it's not exactly the best thing for us. Yeah, we're taught to spend uh, as if there's never going to be a day when the bill comes due, uh, and then the bill comes due, and we don't have the money to pay it. So uh, abstinence is is you stop charging things, and there's a um, exercise in the book that says the reason I can't stop debting is, and you're encouraged to come up with five statements 
uh, and people uh, find that they have uh, very irrational reasons uh, for for debting. There's another exercise in the book which I also found very powerful, and it was called Money Is. And as I read through some of the examples that you had, um, I saw where those might be intimidating for some people. For example, money is luxury. Money is necessary. Money is intimidating. Money means success. Money means security. And as much as everyone wants those things, so many people are afraid of having the things that they deserve. And so, in a way, I saw that as a wonderful way to really look at what we see money to mean to us and then decide how that feels, because we have to get to a certain comfort level to have luxury or have success or have that security that we've always wished for. Well, I think that working through these exercises, uh, and I have people write quickly, uh, it, it breaks their denial. Uh, and we may not know that we think of one of the things that I think is the most true is we think if we're smart, we have money, and if we're dumb, we don't have money. So when we come on a financial hard times, we start attacking our character and mm. saying, oh, you're so stupid. You should have seen this coming. Um, and this is where uh, the book starts to work. Uh, there's a, a chapter in the book on forgiveness. Uh, and you're asked to forgive yourself uh, for financial errors that you've made in the past. Uh, and when you are able to forgive yourself, you start to have more self-worth. And, and it also goes into forgiving others. Um, we, we develop the forgiveness for ourselves for the actions that we've taken and the, the money that we may have lost or the steps that we have created in our life that has not brought us the, the feeling of prosperity that we wanted. But there may be other people involved as well that participated that we are still holding something against and, and then not able to trust other people. Right. So we work at at forgiving others, and this is where... Uh, I I believe this book uh, should have a little tag on it that says, this is a spiritual process. Yes. Um, Because at at this point, uh, I ask people to pray for the people that they resent and haven't forgiven, and people are horrified. (laughs) Julia, I can't pray for so-and-so. Uh, and then I say, just try it. And we do do an exercise in writing where they where they work at trying to forgive. Uh, and people start weeping. Uh, there's a wonderful release that comes when we are able to forgive. Uh, when we're able to to see our part, their part, and forgive it all. Um, this is uh, when you start to have little whispers uh, that tell you you are enough, you are good enough. I think one of the things that happens working through this book is that our self-worth really shifts. And, and to truly attract 
the good and what we really want out of life, to truly feel like we deserve it and to consciously make the choices that will bring those things to us. We have to develop that degree of self-worth and self-value. And this is where every week you do your check-in and you say to yourself, oh, I am improving. Um, you are able to, to see the growth just in having the courage to do the, the tools of the course. Uh, you, you begin to say, oh, there's somebody home. You're not, um, you're not anxious in that way that, that starts your, your thinking spinning. Um, I think that, uh, one of the things that happens for, for people is that they begin to think, maybe I don't deserve to be treated X way. Uh, I have a, a chapter on finding community and a, a section of the book where you're asked to look at your intimates and see which people are able to support you in, in grounded expansion and which people are shaming uh, or reckless. Yes, you, you're right that, you know, are these the right players? Are these the people who we wish to be close to or more in contact with than we are? Are those whom we communicate with daily only to feel drained or misunderstood after each interaction? Uh, you, you speak about believing mirrors, that we have to have the people that, uh, that we want to believe that we can become or that we are. Yes. And that's that inner circle. You know, someone, someone wrote that we are a composite of the five people that we spend the most time with that that is really the composite of our consciousness and our behaviors and our patterns. And I think that's what you're saying here, too, is that who we're allowing ourselves to be around, we are going to either learn their habits, good or bad, or, or we're going to um, find their belief patterns in our own. We will become just like them. We will be that average. Well, I think that that exploring who your inner circle really is is a, an incredibly valuable uh, expedition for most people. Uh, and again, uh, it's something that I try to walk people through uh, sort of gently with essays explaining them and then tools uh, in order to uh, have people make the changes which involves diagnosing the people around them uh, accurately. In the next section, you also speak about that to prosper is a verb, and it really is an action that we can take. So we're not really looking at this as uh, I'm going to do all of the mental work and the feeling work, and all of a sudden I'm going to be prosperous, it does require a degree of action on our part, too, a degree of creativity, and uh, because we are here to be creative beings. What do you believe, um, what is it that you're meaning when you say uh, the prosperous heart is an honest heart? Because I believe that that was a beautiful statement, and, and that probably is the place that brings our true prosperity. Well, 
again, this is where we come back to our toolkit. Uh, we have uh, the morning pages, which are telling us more and more about who we are and what we are. We have counting and abstinence, which are putting us into clarity around our actual finances. Then we have walking, uh, and when you go out on a walk, uh, you may take a problem out walking, but you come back with a solution. And uh, often what happens is uh, you see a new way of looking at something, and uh, you say to yourself, oh, I was, it's, walking allows you to, uh, to admit to your dreams and to admit, uh, to your own shortcomings. And that brings us to the, to the final tool, which we haven't talked about yet, which is timeouts. And we'll talk about timeout after this commercial break. I am with Julia Cameron. You can find out more about her at juliacameronlive.com. We are discussing the prosperous heart, creating a life of enough. What makes us happy people? If it were money, that would be too easy. But it's more complex than that. Happiness, true spiritual prosperity, is an attitude. It's a choice that we make in every single moment. You can find out how to access your prosperous heart in this dynamic new 12-week program from Julia Cameron. And it is a wonderful program that will really help you delve into your own psyche, your own heart, and truly change the prosperity in your life. Uh, also, definitely go to 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is being gifted for free this year to anyone that is uh, wanting it. Just go to the website and click on the free coupon and you will get all of the information necessary to access your free six issues for 2012 and also the additional archived issues for 2010 and 2011. We'll be right back with Julia Cameron. Connect with her at juliacameronlive.com. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. 
You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Julia Cameron, the author of the international bestseller, The Artist's Way, presents a 12-week program for using your creative heart and soul to guide you to prosperity in all areas of your life. According to Cameron, prosperity is not just about money, but to have a prosperous heart, our relationship to money must be brought out into the light, and we have to be brave enough to look candidly at it. With inspiring daily tools, exercises, and strategies, the prosperous heart leads you to discover how your relationship to money will impact your life, and the true meaning of prosperity and abundance. You can find out more about her at juliacameronlive.com. Definitely order your copy of this book. This is a perfect way to begin 2012, to truly get your heart in a space of prosperity and to truly delve into a part of your consciousness that you may not have really looked at. This is the year of building in 2012, and you can create whatever you'd like, but you've got to establish that foundation, and this is a good platform in which to establish it. There are wonderful tools uh, throughout the book, and they start with your morning pages, with your walking, with your uh, ways to develop different things, your counting, your abstinence. And now we're going to talk about the fifth tool uh, with Julia so that you can start to understand how that can work. And it's called time out, which when we think about time out, we think about scolding a child and putting them in the corner. But that's not what this time out's about, is it, Julia? No, this time out is about stopping the velocity of your life long enough that you can actually feel how you really feel about something. So uh, this is where we have the honest heart. The prosperous heart is honest. Uh, and the way you get honest is you stop running long enough to sit for five minutes and just say to yourself, oh, I'm exhausted. Or, oh, I have lots of energy left. I think I could try cleaning something. Um, you have uh, a... Uh, we have an inner voice uh, that mystics refer to as the still small voice. Mm-hmm. And we find uh, that we can access that voice when we take a time out. So instead of being scolded, uh, the timeout is is a positive chance to connect to a wiser part of yourself, and that's really necessary to to slow down enough to hear that because especially when we're in the anxiety of having enough money to pay the bills or how am I going to make more money or how am I going to make this business flourish, if we're not stopping, then we're going to get stuck in that that spin that keeps us going in the directions that we're going, which may not be uh, the choices that we need to make at that time. So now, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say uh, that we're building a spiritual radio kit with the morning pages we're sending, with our walking and our timeouts, we're allowing the universe to, to educate us uh, to say, I could try doing this thing just a little bit differently. Now, you have some other uh, sections in the book. You talk about generosity. You talk about um, how how being generous is very important, as well as the generosity of the universe. 
You speak about asking for money, and then you talk about our money being a map. Can you go a little bit into that? Well, one of the things that happens with counting is that you begin to become aware of how you are spending. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you have a pretty detailed uh, map that you're making for yourself where you're seeing, oh, here's my caffeine addiction, that $3.19. Uh, and uh, what I ask you to do at the end of the book is to make something called a prosperity plan. And uh, we have categories uh, where you have a, a spending category and then you look back over your week and you see how much you've spent in each category. There are ten categories. So you have food, groceries, dining out, rent, entertainment, clothes, gifts, travel, pharmacy, snacks, household bills. And as you look at, uh, at your counting and you fit your counting into your prosperity plan, you begin to see where you can make some shifts. And so that, is, that brings us to the end where we, we then are able to really see uh, not just where we've been, but we can start to create where it is that we'd like to go. And then we can also ask for further guidance and really start to enjoy that prosperous heart. Now, what happens if we slip up a little bit, Julia? Is, is there a possibility of of um, missing, you messing up a day or, or not doing our morning pages during a certain day or a couple of days. How does that affect us? Well, that's why we have these weekly check-ins. Uh, when I teach, I have people fill out cards uh, without their names on them, and they, they have to check in, did they do their morning pages? How many days? Seven out of seven, hopefully. Uh, and... Uh, then I ask them uh, if they missed a day, what was going on? Why did they miss it? And these are what you're checking in on on yourself when you. It's this whole program has has to do with being responsible and accountable. Uh, and as you uh, check in on, did you do your counting this week? And uh, if you skipped it, what happened? One of the things that happens working with this is that people become what I would call positively addicted. Mm. Uh, they have a positive addiction to morning pages, a positive addiction to counting and to abstinence. And they miss it if they don't get out for their walks. And they miss it if they don't take their time out. So uh, you, you are checking on yourself each week, uh, and as you do so, uh, you, you find yourself able to give yourself credit for strength. And I think that's something that most of us would really like to be able to say, yes, I'm strong. Yes, I'm prosperous. And that is how you can develop the prosperous heart, creating a life of enough. My guest today has been Julia Cameron, the best-selling author of The Artist's Way, and she has written this dynamic new 12-week program from 
from uh, a creative place to all of us so that we can step into our creative souls. Prosperity is not a fiscal bottom line. It is a spiritual bottom line. And through this course, over the 12 weeks, you can develop your own prosperous heart. Connect with her at juliacameronlive.com, and you can also find out more about some of the other courses, the community, and the different events and things that she has going on. Thank you so much, Julia, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It was indeed a pleasure, as always, and I look forward to uh, reading the book again, now going through the actual 12-week course, because it was just an incredible, incredible uh, work of material. Thank you. Thank you. And my guest next week will be Sarah Seidelman. We are going to be talking about the beasties. What do the animal totems in your life mean? What are they there to tell you? How can they be a source of inspiration so that you move into the areas of your life that you need to move into? I'm Simran Singh. Until next week, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.